Good morning and Boker Tov. Good morning and Boker Tov. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to some coffee and some delicious chametz. Our 10 Minutes of Meaning series is generously sponsored. Anonymous Lezecher Nishmas Alter Shlomo Ben Pinchas. We're very grateful to our anonymous sponsors. We're on the 22nd chapter of Mesilas Hashem. The Ramchal has been helping us chart a course and a path towards a better version of ourselves. How can we realize our potential? How can we live most disciplined, elevated lives? How can we be our best version? And here this chapter has been dealing with the Midah of Anava, of humility and of modesty. Humility and modesty is in our mentality. It's in our approach and our attitude, our perspective with which we approach the world. But it's also in our behavior. It's in our actions. And here the Ramchal has been talking about dividing it to several ways. Number one, to carry ourselves with modesty and humility, to not walk into a room and think we're all that, to not need all the attention, to not take all the air out of the room. And this manifests itself in the way that we speak, Bidiburo. Do we speak with arrogance, with confidence, overconfidence? Do we speak with ego? Or do we speak with humility? Number two, Bahali Chaso. What is our posture when we walk around? What is our posture as we interact with the world? If someone were to look at us, walk into a room, someone to observe us walking on the street, would they see humility and modesty? Or would they see a person with bravado? Would they see a person with ego? And lastly, bishivto, where is our place in the community? Do we insist on being placed and elevated and be among the uh, among those who are uh, distinguished, or are we happy? Are we happy to interact? Do we see ourselves as fitting in? Are we part of the amcha? How do we see ourselves and how do we relate to others? Distance yourself two or three seats from where you should be sitting and remain there until you're told to move forward. You don't need to sit in the front row. You don't need the best seat. You don't need the aisle. You don't need the extra legroom. Not on the airplane. There it's understandable if you need all those things. But in life, in the shul and so on, be happy. Don't assert yourself. Don't elevate yourself. Don't assume the best seat and someone needs to say, yeah, I'm not sure why you're on the bima. Let them say, come, sit. Person should bring a mentality that I'm happy to sit in the back. I'm happy to fit in. I'm happy to blend in. tells us that a person, a person who belittles themselves, so to say, in the world of Torah will have a great place in the world to come. If there's a Torah argument or a Torah debate, don't assume that you are the smartest, the biggest authority, you know it all. Be makdin atzmal divrei Torah. Be listening. Be willing to learn. Be willing to listen. Be open to influence. Being open to being persuaded. Because the inverse is true. If you assert yourself and you try to inflate yourself and you elevate yourself, and you are ego in this world, then cut on the olam haba. In the world to come, you'll be diminished. In the world to come, you'll be minimized, you'll be marginalized. So how we behave in this world determines our place in the world to come. A person who inflates themselves here, you know, ego stands for, they say in the rooms, ego stands for edging God out. Ego is edging God out. If you realize there's a God, he runs the world, all the talents and skills and blessings and breakthroughs and accomplishments and achievements that you have, it's all on loan from Him. It's all a gift from above. It could disappear any moment. Then you'll never have an ego. You're just grateful. 
for your lot in life, your blessings in life, you're, break, you're grateful for your, for your accomplishments in life. But if you think you're all that, and you take credit, and you want all the attention and honor and glory in this world, then you will diminish what's waiting for you in the world to come. The Torah tells us, remove the turban, lift the crown. Fit in in this world and blend in in this world and be humble in this world and your greatness will be evident to all in the world to come. Learn from Hashem. When he was ready to transmit the Torah, where did he give us the Torah? Every Jewish child knows why was Harsinai chosen. It's not the most impressive. It's not the most eye-catching. It's not the destination for Pesach programs and summer retreats and conferences. Why was Harsinai chosen? Because it was the lowliest it was the most humble, it is the most modest. Because of its shiftless. Because Harsinai says, yeah, I'm just a mountain. That's all. I don't need to overwhelm the other mountains. I don't need to be bigger. I don't need to intimidate. I don't need to impose. It's just a mountain. And that's how the unfortunately commentators explain the opening mission of Avos. Moshe Kibel Torah. What should it say? Bisinai. Should say he received the Torah on Harsinai. It doesn't say that. It says Moshe Kibel Torah. Misinai. Because the prerequisite to receiving Torah is to see ourselves as humble. The arrogant person with the ego imposes their viewpoints on Torah. They think they have all the answers. They think they have all the attitude and approach. They open the Torah and now they impose and superimpose their conclusions on Torah. They try to make Torah conform to what they believe. We need to be, we need to receive the Torah, not just bisinai geographically. We need to receive the Torah misinai from the attitude receive the Torah from Sinai. That we come and we say, Torah, I don't know anything. I'm a blank slate. Tabla rasa. Impose yourself on me. Etch yourself on me. Engrave yourself on me. What's the attitude? What's the approach? What am I supposed to be thinking? How am I supposed to behave? What do I bring to this conversation? We should refer to ourselves as Shirayim. The leftovers. Leftovers. You don't always need a freshly cooked meal. I'm a leftover guy. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday already saying Lachunaranana, maybe it's too late, it's already the next Shabbos. But a leftover guy. No, still, the cholent, still Wednesday. Still good Wednesday. And leftovers, leftovers are good. Shirayim, just give me the shirayim, I'm good for the shirayim. The leftovers, I'm good with the leftovers. Delicious, I don't need anything fancy, don't need anything special. Mesim atzmo kishirayim. Make yourself, you don't need the front row, you don't need the elevated, you don't need the... Uh, Platform. Now, now the Ramchal moves over. So in the world of thought and attitude we spoke about, we've now moved to the world of action. In action, there's speech, diburo, there's the way we walk, halicha, and there's yeshiva, the way we sit, with whom we sit, how we sit, where we sit. And now, so important. The Ramchal talks about what ability do we have to absorb the insults from others? We're a very, very sensitive generation. We need to create safe spaces. And we understand we are simultaneously responsible for how we speak to others. My article this week is about being sensitive in the language that we use to not unintentionally hurt others. But we also are responsible to not allow ourselves to be too easily hurt by others. We're responsible for our own feelings, our reaction, and not to demand of others a immunity 
emotional immunity debt, to be so hypersensitive in such a safe space that we end up being easily injured by other people's words. Both are true simultaneously. So Ramachal says, Svilas el bonus. How do we absorb insults from others? Are we so hypersensitive? Someone walked by, they didn't say hello, and now our world has come crashing and caving in. Now we're hypersensitive and we make an entire drama. Or do we have the ability to say, it's not about me? I'm sure there's something going on in their life. I'm sure they're distracted for a good reason. I'm good. Not about my ego, not about my needs, where I was seated and with whom I was seated at the Simcha. And did they reciprocate and invite me back over and I served them meat? How could they serve me chicken? And it's a big drama and it's a big insult and there's a big fight. I had them six times, they've only had me back five times. I have a spreadsheet when it comes to my children's Simchas. I know exactly the gift everyone gave. I won't give a penny more at their Simcha than what I got for my kids and mice. They never gave a gift. I'm certainly not giving a gift. Ego gets involved, relationships they crumble, they dissolve. What's our capacity for svilas ha'obonos? Do we live life with no expectations and no ego? Happy for whatever life gives us. So who, whose transgressions does Hashem pardon? The one who overlooks the sin of another person. We have to look in the mirror. We think we're so perfect. We've never walked by someone and failed to say a lower good Shabbos. We've always been excellent at reciprocating exactly evenly. We remember to give a gift to every simcha we've ever attended. We're so perfect that we can be in a position that we take such offense and that we're so injured by other people's behavior. We have to look in the mirror. We have to take responsibility. And when we realize we want others to be forgiving and flexible with us, then we have to be forgiving and flexible. We want the Almighty, the Ribona Shalom, to not open our file. Says, oh, this one's so exacting with his friends, maybe I should be exacting with him or with her. And the Gemara in Shabbos tells us, Who is the Pasuk and Shoftan talking about? Those who love the eternal will be like emerging of the sun in all of its glory. The Gemara says, Gemara in Shabbos says, This is Someone sent you a text, they sent you an email, they shouted at you in public, they embarrassed you. So do you get all, I'm gonna write back, I'm gonna destroy them, I'm gonna show them, I'm gonna rip them, I'm gonna kill them, I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna, or do you say, okay, there's clearly something going on with them. This is a problem in them, I'm not gonna absorb it into me. And the Gemara here talks about the greatness. The Chavetz Chaim writes in the Shemir Salashim, and there's a Mesora tradition that we have from many others, ooh, we'll end with this, that in fact, a person who's able to absorb the insult, the blow of another, and not react, wow, what a gift, what an opportunity, what a privilege to be in that position. Chavetz Chaim says there are three things. Someone insults you or embarrasses you, you can either answer them gently, but you answer. You could not answer because you don't want to escalate it, it'll hurt you more. Or you could have joy and simcha and say, Uwah. for whatever reason Hashem determined I needed to experience this, this is an opportunity for me, and therefore I'm going to accept it, I'm going to absorb it, I'm not going to react, I'm not going to respond. Such an individual capable, go find that person and get a bracha from them. It's an ace ratzon, it's an auspicious moment, an individual who could receive such a joy. There's a story of Rabbi Willig who once answered the phone at home, and his family was watching in the middle of dinner, and they didn't hear anything he was saying, he clearly was being spoken to on the other end, and he started to dance with the phone receiver to his ear, and they wondered, why is our father, those who know Rabbi Willig well can picture, he's skipping, he's dancing, he's got a smile. 
Because someone called him to give him a mishaberach. Someone called him unfairly, unjustly, yelling and screaming. And he was so excited. Oh, it's an ace ratzon for me. I can fulfill this Gemara and Shabbos. I can fulfill this Mesorah we have, the Chavetz Chaim and others. I can absorb this insult and not react and not respond and let it go and maintain my composure and realize for whatever reason I meant to receive this right now. It's a reason to sing and dance. It's a reason to be happy. Don't do it in front of the person insulting you. You'll make it. You'll just make things worse. You'll just escalate it. But walk away and with a smile. And if you see someone who's able to do that, go get a bracha from them in that moment. They're in a position to bless others. And Muna 845, tonight behind the beam with Eli Beer and Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, brand new book, 90 Seconds, the story of Eli Beer and Hatzalah. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay happy, healthy, and holy.